0: And hello, Dean Williams. Welcome to Dig Deeper with DMC. How are you? Very good, man. Very good. Thank you for having me. Outstanding. We've also got Jade Curtis. Hello. Hey. Hey. Um, for those who don't know the beautiful Dean Williams, Dean Williams is an amazing father, husband, um, friend of mine, and multiple business owner as well. Um, what If I had to share like a bloody trade about you, Dino, the first thing that would come to my mind to describe who is Dean Williams is just someone with like a unlimitless amount of grit and determination is probably the best way I could describe you. What do you think about that? Thanks, man. I
1: appreciate it. I was going to say stubborn, so it, it kind of fits in the same <laughs> thing.
0: You're definitely not stubborn, man. Like, you know, to do what you've done, um, particularly over the last few years, it, it takes being flexible, you know, like you can't just force it. Um, so before we get into that, I guess, um, Dana, would you like to, to, to maybe share a little bit about yourself or where, where would you like to get started from? Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. About, go for it. No, no. Go for we it. What were you going to say? You know, we'll just start, I guess, with how I met you first.
1: Um, so you did, that was actually an interesting story. So like, um, uh, like well, we, we were working for, for the same company or we still, we still do mm-hmm. uh, vision personal training and, um, like uh, you owned a, uh, opened up your studio in Surrey Hills, um, qu- probably about five years before I came into Darlinghurst. Isn't that correct?
0: About that, a little bit less, I think. Yeah, four. so, um,
1: yeah, so like, uh, I opened up, uh, Darlinghurst, my first studio in 2012 and I was actually training a- a- at the time, um, Denny's ex-wife and, um, I didn't have too too much to deal with Denny at, at that time, but um, I remember 2012 2014. I was actually doing some talks for Max Fitness College, uh, which is a personal training course here in New Zealand. And um, I was speaking to the founder of the course, and I noticed there was a bit of a gap in the market as over here for what we do. And um, I was at a franchise meeting and. Uh, was talking to Denny, and Denny was like, "You know, well, what, what's happening with you? All that kind of stuff." And I was like, "Oh man, like I'm actually thinking about uh, opening up in New Zealand." And um, as <laughs> as Denny does, he makes decisions quite quickly. He was like, "Yep, that sounds that sounds interesting. Uh, do you do you want a partner?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, yeah, fuck fuck it. Why not? Um, <laughs> I, I don't really know how we're going to tackle this thing overseas." And um, that that was pretty much that was pretty much it. How we got into business
0: yeah. together. And prior to that, um, how I knew about Dean Jade, mm-hmm. I knew Dean through Vision because Dean was like a very high performing person and, and, and trainer. Um, I had heard about what he'd been doing at his studio when it opened. I had just known Dean as the Wild Man, as a crazy man, basically. <laughs> um, I knew Dean was crazy. I knew he worked hard, and I got mm-hmm. to know Dean a little bit more prior to that one-off meeting that we had at that franchise meeting through, obviously. Um, my ex my ex wife at the time he were training and got had a little bit to do with it at that time. Um, but yeah, we before we made that leap to, to New Zealand, we, we hardly knew each other. What what do you think was the the quality that we saw within each other? Or was it just that we both had the same focus at that time, like what gave us that trust? Do you think? Because um, I couldn't think of doing it now. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like
1: I just look at the partnership agreements and the documents that I get people to sign now before going into business with them. Um, whereas ours was just like a handshake agreement. I, I think it's um, we we both get along very well. We've definitely got some some similarities, and I think the I think the one thing for both of us we we knew that um, we knew that we would both work hard. So like, you know, the the thought of the thought of um one of us not doing their part, I think never really never really came into came into mind. Like we both knew that we would do our part and we would deliver on what we said.
2: Do you also think though that maybe like both of you, I'm guessing, were pretty a lot younger? than you are now like (laughs) when you're younger you probably have like you're a bit like I I find that when you're younger you take a lot more risks you know like you're not as I guess scared to leap into things so I guess now Dean like what you're saying like before you get into partnership with people now like you've got all these documents you have to sign you probably you know think about it a bit more before you take that leap so maybe that was also a key ingredient that you guys were young, like you're passionate, you're ambitious. And
0: I feel like JD, all that is pretty accurate about us being young, ambitious and stuff. But I think I know for me at that time, I was actually also pretty desperate. I'm not sure if I can speak for you there, Dana, you can, you can, if you were as well, but I was really desperate. I was very unhappy. Um, I just sold a business with a close friend and I wasn't, I actually didn't really want to go back into a partnership thing. Um, but over the next 12 months I was actually really unhappy I was very unhappy with my business even though it was doing better than ever it was be- it's better than it is now and um, I was just really unhappy and very unsettled and I just wanted a change and when I heard that opportunity to to move to a new country for me it was kind of like appealing yeah, yeah it was appealing just to get away and just um I oh yeah I was just I just I was looking for anything at that time and I was just um I wasn't very happy, so I was looking to find something that would give me some passion again. And when you spend any time with Dean, like Dean just has so much passion that he can carry you through. And I know for me, Dean's passion also reinforced for me like this was something that we could do together. Um, but that's 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 that was my first thing with, with Dean. I, I personally wasn't I personally wasn't happy in my life, and then I heard Dean talk, and I was like, yeah, all right, this is. <laughs> Maybe it's out of my life, you know?
2: that's a beautiful love story guys
0: yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful <laughs> relationship you know well, well, It yeah, is. Well, anyone that listening, especially if you're younger than myself that wasn't the best decision i mean our, our relationship is fine and our business did really well but my reasons for for making that move were very personal and it didn't help my personal position you know like you're yeah. not run away from that. yeah yeah um <laughs> yeah yeah it was pretty scary. Do you remember those first days at Ordeno? Yeah, it was it was it was um it was fucking terrifying.
1: Um, I, I just remember like um, I just remember for me like thinking well, like when we went over to New Zealand and because um, we opened up in like October and I remember November came around and um, we'd done a month of marketing and we'd put like money into flyers, <laughs> Facebook, like all that kind of stuff and we had zero inquiries.
0: And I remember
1: remember you and I were sitting on like in in these because in in the apartment that we had, because Denny had an apartment over there, but we had no furniture. So we had like. Yeah, yeah, like, and I remember, yeah, I remember that, those were, those are depressing places, Uh, we were in there, and we were thinking, like, we are coming up with all these theories, like, you know, that the letterbox people had had robbed us, they hadn't actually, um, (laughs) they hadn't delivered the flyers, like, it was a con, you know, we weren't, (laughs) we wanted our money back, um, all that kind of stuff, and it was just, um, because the interesting thing, no one tells you about a gap in the market is that like for a gap in the market, it means that there's an opportunity for what it is that you do. But the other flip side of it is that no one understands what it is that you do.
2: Mm, right. So you, you,
1: you can't, like for us, it was very different. You can't, um, we couldn't market like we did in Australia because in, in Australia, we just market, we do everything and people are like, yep, like I see the value in a personal trainer, I see the value in a personal training studio, all that kind of stuff but over here in New Zealand at the time. Um People had used personal trainers, but they didn't really understand personal training studios. So they were like, oh, if I want a personal trainer, I'll go to the big gym personal trainer it'll be better, more bigger gym, more equipment. And um, yeah, it was really challenging.
2: So what did you guys do to like fix that? And how how long did it take you to realize that, oh shit, we can't just do like the traditional marketing
0: as what we do in Australia? To be honest, I think Dean realized way before me. Um, I'm, Dean, Dean calls himself stubborn, but I actually think I'm stubborn. Like Dean's uh, flexible. Like if I, I've i gotten better as I've gotten older, but one of the things about Dean is that as a 24-year-old, I think you were at that time, Dean, you were so wise. You know, mm. you still are wise now. But if I think about some of the lessons I've learned from you and the things that I've gone through personally, man, you always had just a natural wisdom to you. So do, so do you, Jade, by the way. And I think that's why I really enjoy working with you and particularly, obviously, I, m- I married Jade. Um, maybe if you and I were other way inclined, Dana, we could have got married. <laughs> Mate, honey, definitely would have. But I really, I really took a lot from Dean's wisdom and it took me a long time to, to learn what Dean was and how he worked. So when I first got over there, I couldn't understand it. I was just like flogging myself, doing exactly the same things, plus more. Um, I was reading a book by Grant Cardone, uh, Ten Times You. Please do mm-hmm. not read that if you're a young businessman, because it'll do your head in. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's a
1: good book to read, but if you're not in the best state of mind, it's only no, going to make oh, you depressed.
0: Yeah, and um, I couldn't understand it. I I was like per- perplexed by the lack of, you know, growth that we'll get in. It was really hard. You know, I thought I was doing everything possible. but It wasn't until Dean sort of, I was after the first eighteen months. Before Dino came out. Is that your baby, Dino?
1: Yeah, yeah. She just woke up from a
0: nap.
1: Oh, he's off sh- in, you know, the stage four lockdown shops.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, all good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't cope very well with it, long story short, JD. It
2: mm-hmm. wasn't,
0: I, I needed Dean's uh, reassurance that we were doing the right things and it just takes time. Um, one of the things about a gap in the market, it, it does take time. To, for people to, to see you. Would that be accurate, Dino?
1: 100%. And people also need, um, they need to see that belief in your product so that you, you need to get good results for your clients. And, um, and even with that, you need to get good results over a period of time. So it was almost like we needed those initial, initial people to buy into the product. And then we needed to make sure that we delivered for every one of them.
0: Yeah. And Dean strengthened, like, Dean's going to do some big things in his future. But just to give you an example, J.D., of Dean's grit and determination and why I wanted to work with him, in the early days when we were developing the studio and building it, we didn't have any place to say. Do you remember that phone call? That's one of our famous I together. I remember. I remember. I remember. That was a classic one. In, in Vegas, and I get a call from Dino. Do you remember what you said? Yeah, because <laughs> I,
1: was, I was really sick. Because, like, I, I, in the first studio I opened, I was like, yep, I slept on the floor for about 12 to 18 months. Of the, of the studio because I had no money um, to, wow. to build it and everything like that. And then um, I moved over to New Zealand. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing again. I'm going to sleep on the floor of the studio and I'll, I'll build this thing. Like, it's all good. I'm single, like got no dependents, all that kind of stuff. It's good. But the big difference was that like where we were in New Zealand, it was level, level three, like in kind of like a little office complex. Whereas my first studio was ground floor. So air circulation is a big thing and um, they, <laughs> it, had no they, it had no windows, and they were doing um, painting at the time, and I remember I think I'd been in there about three, four days while, like, the studio had been painted. Oh, my gosh. And I woke up and I was like, why do I have this huge headache and why do I feel so sick? And I was like, I think it's because of the painting, and I was like, I don't think I can sleep here anymore. And so I called up Denny, and I was like, hey, man, like, so sorry to bother you. Like, would it be okay if I'm I, – I booked a hotel room. (laughs) Like I was like, I don't think I
0: can stay here. I think I'm getting sick. (laughs) Oh, no. There's all the pain fumes, right? Yeah. So anyone that that is thinking about getting into a new business, just understand that you are going to have to suffer. You are going to have to persevere. And there may be many moments where, like myself or Dean, you're sleeping in your place of work as well, you know. Um, It's it's not always an, an easy or fun ride, is it? No, definitely not. Like I wouldn't do it that same way now. Like I've learned that lesson and, you know, like,
1: you know, if, if I found myself sleeping in a business again, I would probably be very annoyed. Um, but like, it's, it's just uh, lessons. Like, and especially like um, I think when you start a business, when you're young, the, the one thing that you've got is, um, cause I remember someone said to me once to, to grow a business, you need uh, three things. You need um, time, money, or, or experience. And when I was going into my first one, they said, look, you've got no experience, so you better have uh, time or money. And I was like, yo, I don't really have much money either. And he was like, okay, <laughs> this is this is just going to take you a lot of time. He's like, you know, do you have a partner? And I was like, no. And he was like, okay, good. He's like, because you're not going to have time for one.
0: So again, like I think I always look you back said, on that. You mean like a boyfriend or girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um,
1: I, I look back on that, and um, you know, just whenever I go into a business now, I always remember it's either it's it's time, money, or experience. If you don't have as much time to put in, you're going to have to put in more experience
0: or money. And Dina, like we've both suffered a lot trying to set up our businesses, whether it's whether it's been in Sydney or New Zealand, we we both have definitely suffered a lot, right? Yeah. So what is it for you that Keeps you doing it because obviously you've opened up um, the third studio in Parnell. You're uh, sorry in New Zealand. Yep. Your second studio, personally in New Zealand. Yeah. Even though we know how hard it's going to be, what is it about the work or yourself that keeps you going? all right, let's do another one. Let's take the next step. Let's grow.
1: Yeah, it's um. You're know, like some other exciting news. Like we've we've just uh, taken over um another studio over here in New Zealand. Like as of as of five pm yesterday. And hey, I think- that's any yeah, I think for me the big thing is um I, I just love it's a challenge for business, but I almost look at business like my
0: sport. Right. Tell me about that.
1: Like it's a it's a it's a challenge. So is playing a game of sport. Like you you win, you lose, but like when when you understand the game, you understand the rules, you understand um like how it works, you work out your own plays, you work out your own leadership style, you work out Um, obviously you get your players in your team and everything like that it can become a really fun and fulfilling sport
2: Mm.
0: do you see what i mean baby like jade that's that's dean's wisdom like for me i've only sort of started understanding that you know in the last sort of 12 to 18 months and i'm how much older i'm a little bit older than dina at least five or six years um and how like, you've just always had that natural ability. I've always been very, uh, not envious, I've just been very in awe of that, Dino. Thanks, man. I really um, appreciate that. Is that. Do you feel like that's something that you can develop into your team members? Like, you've got Maddie coming through, you've had Tommy developing for the studio. Can I you can, develop sort of patience and wisdom? Um, man, that's a,
1: a great question. That's a great question. The, the answer to that is I hope you can, but I'm <laughs> not sure. Mm. i think like i I, I don't think i'll ever be able to develop someone to be me because like for me like it's it's um you know you look at things like the dunedin study was was really good on this but you you look at things and um you know because who you are is a combination of your genetics your background the environments (laughs) you've been put in um all that kind of stuff so i'll never be able to develop another me but yeah all, all, all i can hope is that like i help my people become better at their job than what I am
2: yeah exactly I was just gonna say like I I I agree with Dean in that regard like you can't really I think there are some things that you can like develop in other people but I think it's only to a certain extent because your experiences your childhood your background your culture how you were raised those things really are quite key um, yeah, definitely. it's probably only, to, only to like a certain extent, you know, and then that person, it's almost like you can only create, encourage that person to be the best version of themselves.
1: Exactly. You know? Like, I, I think for me, like there's, if someone asked me, could I make someone better than me? I've got no doubt that I could given enough time, I could definitely make someone better than me. Um but I'm not going to make them the same as me. They're not going to think the same. They're not going to operate the same. All I can hope is that they'll think better and operate better.
2: Mm. So what's on the, like, I mean, as Denny's saying, and congratulations, Dean, that you, um, you've um you got another okay. studio in I'm New Zealand, Zealand yeah, now. It. Yeah. But um, what do you think is the next sort of step for you? You know, you're saying that you sort of see business as your sport. So... You know is there ever an end to that? Do you see yourself just you know continuously sort of buying new uh businesses or going into partnerships or do you see yourself sort of uh going beyond that scope into more You're, like the, personal the cool, development stuff?
1: The cool thing about business and and this is what I like is that it's it's um it's a never ending season mm. Like it, it it just keeps going. And like yeah, yeah, you'll have games and like you'll have your, your challenges and things like that. Um you'll you'll face an adversary, whether it's a competitor, whether it's the market, whether it's, you know, achieving achieving a goal or something like that. And you might look at each year like a season and then you, you set up for the next one. Um yeah. but it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Like the big goals we're working towards at the moment is um opening up twenty five studios throughout New Zealand by two thousand and thirty. Wow. That, that's the big focus mm-hmm. that we've got at the moment and developing um, each one of our trainers and team members into an ownership position. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and then we've got, you know, goals to start buying the commercial properties and then to set up, you know, other bolt-ons that we can go for, that, for those businesses. And then right. um, potentially once we've got through all that, then coming back through and um, expanding through Australia.
2: Wow. And
0: exciting.
2: I guess speaking Great. about seasons as well, like f- for both of you guys, for Dean and Denny, um, we're in a bit of a season right now, which completely came out of left field with the whole, um, <laughs> cor- coronavirus stuff. So how have you guys sort of adapted to that? You know, I think cause um, this was a, it was a surprise for everyone. Yeah,
1: I, I think one <laughs> of the things that I'm really thankful for is cause, um, like I, I've financially tanked my business numerous times. Um. So, like, no, not in terms of bankruptcy or, or insolvency or anything like that, but what I mean by that is I um, got myself into financial trouble, but I've never had government support through it before. So, that's 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 actually really refreshing. Um, right. Also, also, knowing that this crisis isn't my fault is also something yeah. that, that's quite nice <laughs> as well. Um, but I, I think at any time like this, it's um, such an opportunity. Because if, if you're looking at uniting a team or a community, like one of the, the, one of the key things that's, that's spoken about in like leadership and team development is um, creating a common uh, adversary. So like tribal leadership talks about it in kind of your stage three, stage four tribes is um, having to having something to kind of work towards or work a, work in opposition to. So it might be like you know, for for us, it's it's um, in, in what we do as a job, it's it's decreasing obesity rates um, throughout the country. Like New Zealand currently sits at about sixty four percent overweight and obesity. So you yeah. know, reducing something like that. Um, wow. But what, what I sometimes find for teams is that um, something like that is a bit hard for them to wrap their head around as they get a bit more experienced or something like that, they, they buy into it a little bit more, especially like, for example, 25 studios open by 2030. Um, as people get more experience, they buy into it more. But the thing with something like the coronavirus, which I think is pretty cool for teams, is that everyone buys into working through it. Right. Because they don't have a choice. Like right. It's there, it's yeah. in their face. It has to be in, done. It's in the media, like, and it, it's just like we all need to work together to get through this. Mm-hmm. so I find it's one of the easiest ways to unite a team together like if, if you want your team to better communicate it's like okay guys like we're gonna have to work through this together because we need to do it to get through this coronavirus and like yeah. all, all of your team will be like yep that makes sense
0: yeah it does it's fantastic Dan and it's very simple that's the thing right like business can be super complex if you break it down to the minute details um, one of the reasons why I always did en- enjoy working with with you, Dino, is that you 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 and I were both very good at keeping things very simple. Yeah, and I enjoy that. You no,
1: know? I um, both... like One of the things I always like to remember is um, life's super simple. It's just not easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like if pe- people sometimes conflict, uh confuse simplicity with difficulty. They think if something's simple, it should be easy. Whereas, um, like life, for example, is super simple. Mm. It's just not easy.
0: True. But the thing is, I feel a strength of yours as well is a identifying that you know one of your strengths is keeping things simple, but also looking at those uh, spots where uh, where where you do have some weaknesses, where it might be um, like for myself, it's I'm very poorly detail oriented. So you're very good at having your teams in a position where each of those weaknesses cover those weaknesses, or those strengths are covered as well by other people. Yeah. Um, and so your teams are, are, are very robust because, like, particularly, like I can't speak for all your businesses now, um, you know, but speaking with what you had created at Ponsonby, it was a very robust team, you know. Yeah. They can all cover their weaknesses, they have their strengths, and they, they can create that flow together. Yeah. Um, yeah, go for it, Dana. No, sorry.
1: I think, like, um, like in, in terms of doing that, like, I think it's a, sometimes people think as a business owner you, and sometimes you're told you have to do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, at the start you definitely do, but as your business grows and you get like a little bit more money, you need to start recognizing where people can do something better. And like one thing that that I kind of picked out is they're never going to do it, um, as, as well as what you want them to do it for about six months. So you, you've almost got to give someone a task and work with them over six months to kind of work out how, how you want that task to be done and how it can add value to your business. And then once they've gone through that six-month period, you've got someone and not just the person because if the person leaves, um, you've worked out the role, which is, which is actually actually really important.
0: And, the, and it's important to understand that, like going back to what you said about that six months, that anything that you do, whether it's marketing, recruitment, developing, there is always going to be a lag time. Yeah, you know, then, then you've identified that for your for your development style to get someone to a point where you feel like they're capable, you understand. It. All right, I'm going to put this person into X role, it might be a management role, and I'm prepared that they are going to be poor for six months, which will require me to be involved more or get this person involved more or whatever, but you actually just understand it, and you're not frustrated by their lack of development, correct?
1: Yeah, like I'll, I'll definitely get frustrated. I'll definitely get frustrated. Well, I'll never say I won't get frustrated because um, I think that's also part of the development. Is when you get frustrated and you're kind of like, what did you do that for? We've spoken about this. That's not how you're meant to do it. Like, you, you need that frustration. Like, I think people sometimes get confused with leadership, that they think, you know, being a good leader means that, you know, you never get cranky at people, all that kind of stuff. Whereas sometimes being being cranky is an essential part of the development, mm-hmm. like, um, if that makes sense. But yeah, six months. And like, I think what you've also got to look at is you've got to give them ownership of the role. So you can't step in there and do it. Even though you want to, and that whatever they've got responsibility for. So let's say um, you put someone in to manage your business, your business will go backwards in that six months.
2: Right. Wow. Or, and there's there's there's,
1: a big... there's 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 nothing you can do to prevent it. What you've got to look at with business is that anything's an investment.
0: Like um, like what 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 is it that you need to get in return for that to be worthwhile? Right. So what's an example of that, Dino? So can you elaborate, uh, elaborate on that point a little bit more? So, so in let's terms say, of uh, recruitment? Yeah,
1: analysis. yeah. So, so let's say, um, for example, I, get a, I put a new manager in. What I'm expecting is that, like, if I was to just look at it numbers-wise, what I'd expect is if I put a new manager in, that the business would drop by about two and a half grand a week in that first six months. So like let's say for example it's at um uh twenty grand a week, it would drop down to seventeen and a half in that first six months. So for me, I'd be looking at twenty-six times two and a half, let's call it fifty to seventy grand.
0: As an investment into developing that
2: as a an manager? investment
1: into developing that person. Right. That's but a then what, perspective. But then what I expect in the second half of the year is that they grow it by five. So then in right. the second half of the year, I almost break even at the end. Where you actually get the value from the person, though, is in their second year of managing.
2: Because like so I said, that,
1: that first year, you've you broken even. The only thing that you've got is um, a bit more leverage. But in truth, um, your first six months, you're going to have to kind of micromanage them. Yeah. So like it's a, you, you're you going to have to micromanage them, not in terms of... um in a bad way, but just making sure that everything's been done. And if something hasn't been like, you know, what, what's the feedback around that? Um, so first year you kind of break even. Will you actually get your investment back is in the second year.
0: How good's that? Did you like that JD?
2: Yeah, this is You're like, right. I mean, this for me, I mean, I'm not involved in business at all. Um, You know, i am i am a, I'm a, Sit behind a desk type of person, (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's obviously a lot more than what I thought it was. You know, running a business and and thinking about all of these different moving parts. I mean, that's just one aspect that you guys are talking about, which is you know development and uh, you know putting managers into your business. But yeah, I never even thought of that.
0: Each person, each business is at a at a different stage. You know, like if you went and saw Dean eight, nine years ago, he definitely probably wouldn't have thought or, you know, considered things in in this way. Mm. Um, No, definitely not. Dean's always definitely had a long-term vision, but I've been very impressed and I love hearing Dean talk because just the clarity that he's created for himself and when you do have that clarity that Dean speaks about with and true belief, like Dean speaks with belief in that, okay, that's going to give any business owner a a lot more confidence in themselves. Um, I know for my I know for me as a business owner, the hardest times are when you when you're doubting yourself. Mm. so because Dean's structures and Dean's beliefs in you know his structures and what he and what he understands in terms of what it takes to develop a person, he's willing to persevere through that because he knows those systems work and he knows that the, that it's real. Yeah. And that can only happen over, that can only only happen over time. It doesn't happen you on a business. It happens you know what how many years are you in, uh, now are you twelve? Ah uh, in, in vision. Yeah, well in business. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah v- Vision's been about 11 years open my first studio in in 2012. So, yeah, about um eight, y- 8 8 years this this uh December.
0: Wow, congratulations, man. It's been yeah, so quick. You, yeah, I know. How me. amazing is that.
2: <laughs> so, would you guys I've got a question. Would you thank guys you. consider I mean, I know like you're both now familiar with with Australia and New Zealand but would you ever consider now doing that again like you're both well Dean you're living in New Zealand but and Denny you're in Australia but would you guys ever consider not necessarily together but just doing a partnership in another country that you've never been to you've never lived there before is that do you think it's worth it like would you do it again?
1: yeah yeah I, I would i I would for me i would definitely do it again but i would do it very different mm-hmm. partly right. because well, partly of course because, because you've
2: got the experience
1: now yeah but, wow. but no but partly because um like i think with experience as well experience comes anything comes with a cost like for example for me to have the experience that i've got now is i've got more dependence and responsibilities so you know I've, i've got um I've got four businesses. I've got a family. I've got, you know, different investments, all that kind of thing. So I wouldn't be able to attack a new country like I did when we first came over. Because when I first came over, I was like, okay, like I had a relationship at the time. I was like, cool, I'm moving to New Zealand. Do you want to come? They were like, no. And I was like, cool, guess we're done. Uh, Can you move (laughs) out? Can you move out by Friday? um oh my gosh <laughs> so like <laughs> um like a, I'm, I'm not gonna do that to, <laughs> to you know Olivia and, and Leo. like that would, that would be horrible <laughs> um and then at the same time as well like you know positively or negatively I pretty much dropped everything to come over New Zealand and you know I've dealt with challenges for, from that um so I, I would have to approach it very differently like it would almost be for me that I, I would um I look at it almost like um almost like a, a military perspective now so if you look at like whenever they go into a new new country or something like that, um, or a new area, they'll set up like a forward base. They'll go over there with a, a team of people, and then they'll distribute the team of people accordingly. If right. I was to go into a new country, I, I would do um, the same again. So for example, it's need- so a bit be-
2: more strategic yeah. then. Yeah. yeah,
1: like when we've expanded, yeah. yeah, when we've expanded through New Zealand, and we look at potentially coming back over into Australia, um, you know, we'd be looking at. Developing a team of probably five or six people, and then um, you know, taking them, taking them over, and putting them into studios all at the same time.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a better way to do it. Yeah. Um, I know for me, like Jade, that question about going overseas again, I would actually love to do it. Um, my approach is similar to Dean, but also different. I do think you need support. Um, I would probably lead into into a new territory myself because that's what I'm good at. I'm good at building foundations and just getting that part done. But the thing about experience is that you can either have experience and see it as a, as a positive. However, experience can also be baggage and a negative, right? Like if your experience and our experience, right, our experience going to New Zealand was bloody hard, right? It was terrible. <laughs> I got, I, you know, I had a poor relationship at the time. During that period, Also, I also got divorced. We weren't making much money. So, there's different parts of experience that you can take and I can look at my experience and be like, oh, wow, no, 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 i never doing that again. <laughs> um, and it can, be, it can become baggage and that's, that's purely though down to the person and their perspective, you know, which, which part do they see in their experience? Do they see their experience as, a, as oh, I've done this, I survived it, I can do it again, mm. or Jesus, I just survived this, I never want to do that again. Right. So experience can be, it's almost a nice edge. You know which which side that you fall on of that. Mm. Dan and I, are just very similar people, we're gung ho, and we we try not to let that get in our way. But it, I know for me personally, Dano, and you know me really well, um, as does my lovely wife Jade. But probably about two and a half years ago, or well, maybe a bit more, three years ago, if you'd ask me the same question, it would be an ethno, no. because my my experience at that time. Wasn't my experiences were were baggage, like it was holding me back. From I had a lot of self doubt. I had a lot of reservations. I couldn't make a decision because my all my experiences as an adult, as a business person, as a as a man at that point, led me to in in a different path. And it took me a long time to come out of it. And some people don't. And that's when some people walk away from the life of business, you know. And walking away from the life of business, I'm sure Dean may agree with me. Is also very attractive. <laughs> mm. You know, the thought of having a a nine to five, oh, my goodness, it feels very liberating, right, Dano?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, especially when things aren't going to plan. But I think that mm-hmm. um, that's where I, I kind of take it back to to the sport analogy. Like I think you you know you you know you like a sport when you lose and it motivates you. Yeah, you get hungry. Like if yeah. you if like if you think about it think about it like that kid who who was a star at sport when they were younger and then they go up into the next age bracket and they start getting flogged and then they're like you know what that's it I'm out like they they were they were never meant for that sport yeah they might have had the and genetics they might have had all that kind of stuff but emotionally they were never meant for it it's not what they were going to do with their life whereas right. if you if, if you find someone who, you know, they, they go into the sport, they might not genetically be the best or anything like that, but they go into the sport um, and they lose and it motivates them and they're like, cool, like I see that, I see what happened there. And they might, they'll might they definitely be sad about it because you've got to be sad about a loss, um, but they'll come back better from it.
0: And that's where your circle of influence is very, very important. Mm. Like if going back when I was at my rule low, in terms of my own self-confidence, my own ability, it was rock bottom, what kept me just wake, waking up every day was one habit and routine. It was just who I was and what I'd done. But what got me to want to be better again was, you know, having to uh, accumulate losses, the loss of relationship, the loss of money, and then the loss of, you know, because of my inactivity in New Zealand, it forced me to have to walk more and more away from that, which was very hard. Um, and, you know, thankfully, you know, you gave me the opportunity to walk away from that gracefully, Dino. mm um, but as you know like I wasn't very active was I for a period of time how bad was I let's be honest yeah you been you I think for you like you were just in a, a bad place yeah but
1: like in, and you could see that
0: yeah and, and seeing you continue to kick your goals and not stop um, and also some of my peers like my, my, my good friend Paulie as well um, at some point what it, it's you're either gonna walk away altogether because you're like uh, I'm just a loser gotta get out or it forces you to look really deep inside yourself and and decide what you want. And for me, I just wanted to be better. Mm. I was like, you know, these guys, like Dean, Paul, all my peers, I'm like, man, I hope these people, like, you know, I've got this thing I can do that again. <laughs> but it wasn't for that strong connection I had to you and to my friends and and seeing you continue and kick those goals, man, like that gave me a lot of fire to want to be better and, and get my shit together, Dean. Mm. And that's the very important part. Your second influence cannot be underestimated. And I think people understand that, but they don't. Yeah,
2: Right. So what would you guys say, like, you know, if someone is listening to this and they're young, they're thinking about going into business um, and potentially going into business with a business partner, what would you guys say, having been uh, business partners for for such a long time, what would be like the top three things that you would sort of recommend to people who are considering doing something similar? Ooh. Dino? You know? What a oh, question. Do you want me to go or do you want to differ? No, you go I'm first. I'm going to think about my answer. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, uh, great question. Um, now, this is something I've really thought about because of I've had a few business uh, partnerships. I've had one with then I've had some other ones without Dino. Know. Um. And the only reason I can answer this is because of my mistakes and what I've learned through that. So the, the first thing I would identify or I'd ask a, a new person coming into a partnership to identify is what role they want to have. There was a phase for me. And Dino, you remember me speaking to you about this late last year when I was talking about um, one of the businesses I wasn't very happy being involved with. At that stage, I was trying to sort of sit back and be more of like a, a silent partner and just do a little bit here and there. Mm. And I was getting Frustrated because I could see what needed to be done, but I didn't have the the role or the relationship of the ability to do it, and I could see it going bad. And yeah. so, what I've learned, and since then, I've actually uh, purchased. I just purchased. I just settled a, a business on Friday, Dino. Hey, mate! Friday yeah. was a good day. Yeah, righto. <laughs> um, so I purchased the Stanmore, uh, the Stanmore business, and through that process of learning. Through you, Dino, and and uh, my previous experiences, I know for me, I need to be a lead person now. I can't be that silent person; it doesn't mm. work for me. I don't do it. So that's one thing. Understand what you want, um, making sure that your partner also respects that and understands that. Like Dino and I probably couldn't be partners in, in the same way again. Like for me, if I was to invest with Dino, it would be a silent partnership because Dino mm. knows what he's doing. He doesn't need me in the site in, in at his side anymore. Mm. He just needs me to be there when he needs me to be there. Yeah. So it's it's it'd be a different role. So if I was going to do that with Dana, that's something I'd have to understand. Um, so understanding both people and if they can work together is really really important. Um, and then just clarifying what each other's expectations are in that business. Like, how do you see it performing? Where do you want to get to? How much income do you want? What kind of lifestyle do you want? How many days do you want to work? Do you want to have holidays? Um, I think all those details are really really important. Um, so that you don't have any conflicts or mm. you're going to have conflicts to minimise yeah. conflict, yeah? yeah? So in business and particularly in a partnership, whether it's a business partnership or a marriage, okay? I found business partnerships much easier, by the way. <laughs> 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 but in any kind of partnership you have, you've got to understand you are going to have conflicts mm. and so you need to have clear lines of how to communicate that stuff. Is mm. there? Yeah, you, I
2: was just going to say it sounds like communication then would be like really key to establishing not only a business partnership but in terms of actually running and operating a business you need to have really clear communication and and um you know understanding each other's expectations
1: Mm. what about
2: you dean what what are your top um, three tips
1: I, i wrote down i wrote down three things actually um clarify future responsibilities so I think when anyone goes into partnership with a business, like the first responsibility is pretty clear, um, which is we need to grow the business to a point where it can pay its bills. Yep. Like at, at that point, I feel both people uh, are pretty in there. Where I find businesses can get murky is what happens after that. Like what? What are what are you expecting from me? What am I expecting from you? Um, what do our roles actually look like when we've hired a team of employees and we've got a profitable business? Right. Because that that's where sometimes you can end up with conflict because you might have someone who's still ripping in, and you might have someone who's like, "Oh, I'm actually pretty good now. Um, we've got employees. Why are we working?" And then right. I, I think I think that's where it can come to conflict. So, what do the future responsibilities look like once we've got a, a team of people? Um, what, who does what?
0: Can you see Jade why Dean and I work so well? <laughs> I'm one angle, i am i more—I'm—I've probably gone a bit more hippie these days, but that's one aspect. And then Dean comes back to the very practical aspects. You know, yeah. he's very good at that stuff. Yeah, he's so good at that. You know, and and but just also very
2: so- like forward thinking as well. Yeah, you know? right. So it's like, and I think that's really Im- important in any kind of relationship, I, 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 actually.
1: Yeah. I think like a lot of businesses, like you don't have partnership problems in year one, like you have partnership problems in year five. Yeah. like year And five, I think year it's six. also,
2: it's also a bit of like personality stuff as well, I think comes yeah. into this because as you're saying, Dean, you know, people, okay, fine. We're both on the same page. We want to establish this business. We want to grow it. But then when we've achieved that goal, what happens next? And you do have two different kind of people you have yeah. one person who who might be like well i'm happy just being complacent and earning enough money mm-hmm. to pay the bills and have a little holiday once a year but then and you can I, have I another person who's like no i, I want to take this to the next level and i want to do the next thing and you know just that continuous and, uh, ambition I don't think-
1: I don't think that's a bad thing at all. But the most important thing is that we discuss it and that we understand. So it's like what Denny was saying, communication. Because if I have a chat with someone and I'm like, because with business people, especially like for me, I know the partners that I go into business with, they're all going to have different goals to meet later on. But if if I look at them and I go, okay, we build this business over um, five years, what do you want to do? And they go, I want to open up another one. Awesome. Sweet. That's what we're going to work towards. Um, Or I want to stay in there and continue running it myself. Okay, cool. We can do that. Um, You know what? I think I'll probably want to semi-retire. So I'll build this business. Mm. I want to get it. So I'm I'm being paid dividends and um, I want to put a manager in. Cool. That's what we're going to work towards. But I think the biggest thing is that you understand where it is they're going. And so you, you can be clear as well. And that there's no wrong answer in that.
2: Yep, absolutely. Like absolutely. It, it's just
1: but, but we need to understand because it's where people don't talk about it and then you have a conversation in four years' time where I'm like, what's going on? Why do we have a manager in there? Why aren't you running it yourself? And they're like, look, man, that was never my plan. Mm, like right. that, that's where you have conflict. And I think the so. Thing- so like, that brings oh, yeah. me into the next thing, which is ca- clarifying the future plan. So like what what's the plan for the organisation? Like if we build up one business, is the pl- the next plan to open two? Or is it to expand on the existing? Like, what's the what's the plan for our company? Having a vision, right? Yeah. So it's the first one's about roles. So what is it that the person actually wants to
0: do, role wise, for their life? Um, then the second one is, you know, what's the company plan? And I think Dana, that's probably one of the reasons why you and I were able to work together so quickly at the start, and and were so able to persevere because we actually had this, we shared a similar vision, didn't we? Mm, about yeah, New Zealand. Yeah. And we could both see the end game. It wasn't about the one studio. It never was. Yeah. Um, but, you know, life happens, things change, people and partnerships, uh, you know, change and start anew and all that kind of stuff. But I think if I was to reflect back on that time, you and I had a very similar vision right from the start, and that's why we persevered with sleeping in a terrible <laughs> apartment, a service apartment in Auckland. And then when I did eventually buy a place for us, an apartment for us to live, we had zero furniture I and mean, we're happy, man. How happy were we? Yeah, we are super happy. We are super happy. We are on the floor. <laughs> getting, getting my ass we're kicked, kicked on, Madden. Madden. Yeah. Playing <laughs> the PlayStation. You know, some of those moments, yes, there's actually a lot of pain there, but because there is very little expectation, it's also very freeing and that's what I find, um, and I've said this to Jade there, you know, about the current position that we're all in now and you mentioned it a little bit earlier. So much is out of our control that it's kind of freeing right now. Like, Mm. really, I don't want to be going through this, but it's also a moment to just sort of, um, just relax a little bit. Like, we're not—you can't really necessarily aim for 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 X, Y, Z. It's kind of just the simplicity for me is that right now my job is to survive. I need my businesses to survive. That's all I got to do, Mm. and I'm kind of enjoying that. Hundred percent.
2: See, that's that's really interesting. That because it's funny you guys are in business and I'm not but I I think that would drive me insane not being I think I would rather have a problem that I'm in control of because then I feel like I could actually do something about it do you know what I mean so I find it really interesting that you guys prefer that it is kind of out of your control to a certain extent I, And that- I think with um
1: I think with, with business, that's actually a really good point. Like, I think one of the key things with business is at some point, like, you actually need to be, be really good at letting go. Mm. Right. Like, you, you, like, say, for mm. example, if you put a manager in or you give someone responsibility of, of a task, you've actually got to get quite comfortable with letting go. Yep. And then, yep. like, say, for example, if a problem probably... if happens, like being like, okay, I employ you to do this job. This is a problem that's occurred. What do you? What have you got? What's your solution?
2: Right. And that's and probably ready. exactly why I'm not a business person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Coming back a little bit further, when I was explaining about the fact that it's actually been quite nice to sort of relax and let it go a little bit, if I was a new one in my business, it would be a different state. You know, I'm 12, almost 15 years in now. So for the last 12, 15 years, it has been that that mindset has been there where, you got to do this. I got to achieve this. I got to get this. I got to do this. So that's been like 12, 15 years of that. So this is a little period of time where, like, ah. you definitely can still work and, and target and, and improve things, definitely, hundred percent. But there's just a little bit less pressure to to get to certain targets and certain growth periods because, in reality, it's probably not going to happen right now. You know, there's people losing their jobs. Employment's you know in Australia almost doubled now from five where from 5% and they think it could get up to 10 or 12%, um, there's real issues and a lot of those are very much out of our control. So I feel my role right now is to do and control everything I can control, which is still a lot, you know. I've still got our teams, I've still got our clients. There's still a lot to to control, but it's just a little bit less and that's quite quite nice, I find.
2: Right. Yeah. Um,
0: I think... I think we've uh, covered a lot of ground there today, Dano. How do you feel? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, yeah. really good.
1: I'd say, any... um, oh, j- just my um, third point actually, just because I wrote it down oh. on um on what oh, I was Jay, saying before. But <laughs> my, my third point was, was totally
2: um, your fault, Benny. <laughs> ah, he lo- loves
1: loves getting off topic. Um, <laughs> I, I think my third point was just um be clear on what you bring and what it's worth.
2: Ah, fantastic third point. Like right. Said, so, 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 so being upfront about your strengths and, and weaknesses and what you can bring to the table.
1: Yeah. And then also what it's worth. And you, you learn right. that over time, but um, how, how important are your skills to a business? Mm. Like say, for example, if you're a good salesperson, then work out like a commission-based structure where you can maximize on that. If you're someone who's more of an admin-based person, then you probably want to fix salary. If you're someone who is confident in development of the business and expansion on the business, then you'd be looking at a share percentage. Right. So, like, be, be, be clear on, like, what it is, what, what your skill set is and what's the best compensation package for that.
0: Outstanding.
1: Because I think that's, that's something that's, that's really important. And you, you learn that over time. But I, I think, like, um, with both of those, some people do learn their skills, but then they – they don't understand the compensation package. Mm, mm-hmm. So for me, for example, like I really know um, how to develop teams and how to build a business. I'm pretty shit at admin and I'm good at sales. I'm good at sales, but I don't do too much sales anymore. So then for me, what, what I always ask for when I'm going into a business is a, a share percentage. Right. I'll be like, I'll come in. I won't take a salary for, say, the first two years, but um, this is what you're going to give me instead. You'll give me 25% of the business.
0: So right. is that what you feel, there? now your ability to create, recruit and have a culture, do you feel that that's worth 25% or do you think it's worth more?
1: That for me, because like what I'll also ask as well is I'll say 25% for me and 25% for the manager that I appoint. Right. So then like really, then I'm looking at that, that's 50%. So what I'm saying is that I, I want 50% of the business. I'll come in, I'll build and develop a team and I'll set up a manager that's in there to stay.
0: Yeah. And you and, you, and, other, and other partners or partnerships, whatever it is, receive whatever it is. as well Yeah. In terms of their investment. Yeah. Yeah. That's great system, Dino.
1: But that, for me, like that's what I understand. Like that's what I'm confident in, that I can build a team and build a team and set up a culture and a business
0: i tell you what, self-confidence is probably one of the most underrated important tools in any profession, not, not, not just being a business owner. You know, like if you're a great athlete but you don't back yourself and you're not confident, well, you're not going to be a great athlete for very long. No, <laughs> you're not going to be a great athlete at all. <laughs> yeah. Like I just know like if self-confidence is just so important. And when that disappears, man, it can come back. Um, you can get that self belief back, but it's it's very hard. I'm not sure how you do it. If there's a formula, for me it was just time. Um, I, there's probably things you can do to speed it up, but when that sort of confidence goes, oh my goodness, it is a scary place because you just mm. don't you just don't know what to do next. It was it's horrible. So Dino, mate, just hold on to that confidence. You know exactly what you're doing. You're killing it. Up to your third shooter now, in New Zealand fourth overall, and. um, I'm very excited for you, but more important, I'm actually excited to see the people that you develop and how they come through you know because they're going to be a massive representation of you, and it's going to be exciting to see them progress as well, man.
1: 100%. That's that's what I'm hoping for.
0: Yeah. Well, I think um, yeah. well, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be amazing. Awesome. Um, baby, do you have anything else to add, Jodie?
2: No. I thought that was great. I learned a lot about both of you. <laughs> But also about business. Like, yeah. who would have thought, you know? Dean's
0: just amazing. Like, honestly, Dano, I know we're getting off, we're getting way off now from the goodbyes and stuff. But I, I truly do admire your group, but also that wisdom, because that wisdom that you've had is something that you've had for a very long time. Um, and I was actually just saying to, to Jade today, I was like, probably the most important things that you can get attributes, and one of them you can't even get as an attribute It's just right place, right time. One of them is patience. You've always been so patient. You know the long game. You know, you know, you know the game of business isn't finite. You know, you don't restrict your business to three months. No. Your business is, is infinite. It's, it's your lifetime, um, and that's what gives you a lot of confidence to to do and go through those periods where for six months you're losing money. You know, because you're playing that long game, Dana. You know, you're not playing the mm. the, the, the finite game. Oh, three months, three months, six months, twelve months. Oh, what's going on? Mm. You're thinking, okay, hold on. I'm I'm happy to put six months aside because. Mate, I've got another 40 years of this. What's, what's six months in 40 years' time? I'm not going to look back at this six months yeah, and be like, oh, I really should have done something different, you know?
1: And I think so, that's that's like um what your goal is with businesses as well because for me with businesses my goal is to build and keep whereas, for example, if my goal was to build and sell, like I would just get in there, rip in for 12 months, build right. it. And, you know, like, so I think it's, it's what your strategy is around your business. Like for me, my strategy is to build and keep, um, which is why, why, why I'm always in it for the long game.
0: Mm. I'd like to say the same for me, Dano, but my history says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good that, thing to evaluate. I here.
2: I
1: my game. There's nothing wrong with either approach. You've just got to be clear on what it is that you deliver.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And what it is that actually gives you a kick. Like, you know, if if the thing that amps you up is building a business but then after, you know, two years in it, you start getting a bit bored and, like, you know, anxious for the next thing, then, like, you know, maybe you should be looking at your formula and build to sell.
0: Yeah. Very good. I I think I had one more point, actually. So one of the things I was referring to was patience. So, Dina, you play that game very well. You're thinking 20, 40 years in the future, not six or 12 months. 75-year plan. (laughs) 75-year <laughs> plan, there you go, everyone, 75-year plan. Um, and the other thing is timing. And now you can't do much about that. But when I say timing, it's just understanding and, and trusting your instincts. You know, when you get that vibe, you got to run with it. Mm. So the story, just to finish with, how I came to New Zealand with Dino, I didn't hear the conversation Dino was having with this other person. What I heard was that the superannuation in New Zealand is 3%. Mm. That's what I heard. And that was my time. That was... That was timing because I heard that. I had just happened to be right next to that conversation at that moment. And from hearing that, that's how we were able to build what's happening in New Zealand now. You know, like that that for me was a groundwork of what got us to New Zealand because mm. initially, without that initial push, you might not have got to New Zealand until now, yeah. you know what I mean? But hearing that, just that that time, that moment, and I heard it and that was it and I was off and running. Um, but some people have those moments but they don't back themselves to, to go any further from there. So. My two key things for anyone is patience, mm. play, the, play the long game, and timing and, and just instincts. So timing and patience are a big thing in life. 100%. Yeah. Um, should we wrap it up there, uh, team? I think that's good. Yeah.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, guys.
0: Yeah. Dino, don't hang up just yet. Um, but thank you to everyone for participating today. And Dino, you're amazing. And congr- congratulations on the uh, Takapuna.
1: Thanks, brother. I really appreciate it, man.
0: Really appreciate you, man.